Hey, you. Yes, you. You're listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hey there, Mark Adams, Next Level Business Advisors. Before we jump into the podcast, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about Akilia uh, Wright Odin Kiki. She's the owner of Launch Profit Grow, and she dropped some really good knowledge on us today. I wanted to share that with you so that when you are listening to the podcast, you can get those nuggets for yourself. Since she's a marketing expert, she's talking about the importance of having a marketing budget, but more importantly, the importance of having a strategy. She said the biggest mistake that business owners make when it comes to marketing is trying to market to everybody. If you're trying to talk to everybody, you're talking to no one or nobody. How about that? Anyway, she's going to drop the knowledge. Strap in. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors. And today we are joined by Achillea Wright Odin. Did I pronounce it correctly? You did. Awesome, awesome. And she is the CEO, the founder, the guru, the mentor, the okay, the expert. Launch profit <laughs> and grow as her business, right? And and you're really helping us to get time back in our business by means of spending money. Did I get did I hear that right? <laughs> I'm I'm confused, but I think that's right. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> cool cool no i i'm I'm just teasing because i know that we're going to talk about that a little bit but before we get all into that i just want to ask you a little bit about yourself and your business so if you don't mind can you tell us a little bit about who you are and your business and your your role in the business yes thank you um so i'm excited to be here <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> um yeah my name is akilia um my friends call me kiki so feel free to call Ooh. me that. Um, so I'm the owner of Launch Profit Grow, and we basically help business owners to make more money, make more sales in their business, what, whether they're selling a physical product, like e-commerce product, whether they're selling their services to other business owners, whether they're selling um, other kind of services like coaching or like a, a digital product, like a low ticket product, whatever the case is. So basically we help people to get more traffic more sales. Um, and we do that by leveraging paid ads and funnels. So you mm, can work 50% okay. less <laughs> in your business. I like it. Yeah. Um, so I basically got into all this online world because I had started an I had started an offline business. Um, when was this? Long time ago, like 2015 or something like that. Um I thought I always wanted to be a lawyer. I was pre-law. Okay. I went to, I was, I did the LSAT a bunch of times. I did all the things because I thought that's what success was, right? Wear a nice suit, be like, you know, look important or whatever the case is. But then I realized very weirdly, one day it just clicked. It was like, I'm never good. Like one day I'm going to want to have kids and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to spend so much time with them because I'm going to be working too much as a mm. lawyer, because it's all about billable hours and all that. And I was like, mm -hmm. I don't think that's the way I want my life to look like. So I was like, what else could I do? And then that's how I kind of really just got into like entrepreneurship. And I started my first business shortly after that. 
because I was like, if I could be my own boss, then I can get someone else to, you know, do, you know, a lot of the work and I would have to be the one spending all the hours doing the things and I can actually spend time. So uh, that was, oh my gosh, I was like early twenties or something like that. Like, but I knew back then that entrepreneurship was the route I wanted to take and just becoming a business owner, because I know that I value time. I value time even way back then before before any of that stuff. Before, before I you started wasting time. <laughs> before you were spending 80 hours a week doing law and then saying, wait a minute, I think I need my time back. You figured it out before you jumped in. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I like that. We're going to talk a lot more about, because you just dabbled into the whole meeting behind our discussion about success. But I want to mm-hmm. get people to understand a little bit more about your business for a moment. Like you said, you helped me you're going to help me grow my business through paid ads and give me 50% of my time back, but I don't even know how to find you. So how do we find you and your company? Um, well, it's launchprofitgrow.com. That's my website. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm also on Instagram at the Achilia Wright. And pretty much, yeah, that's, I don't know what else you want to know in terms of like, how do you find me? Right. I mean, like any company, right? I mean, it's like, that's the whole thing, right? How do we find you? So I'm going to, if I want to tell somebody, hey, you need to work with Achilles Wright, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, go to launchprofitgrow.com and click hit me up. <laughs> yeah. So on that page, you'll have um, a training, um, but I actually want to do one better for you and your audience, right? For everything that we're going to talk about here today, I actually have a free gift. So ah. it's launchprofitgrow.com forward okay. slash free. So just the word free, R-F-R-E-E. And like you will find um, a free ads bundle that I put together just for you guys, right? So that this is going to show you how to actually put all the mechanics together. It's going to give you swipe files, three of my best swipe files that I use for my clients. And it is basically just a cheat code, right? It shows you what to do step-by-step what ad do I run? What do I put on it? What do I say on it? Um, who do I target? I have 101 plus more than that targeting interests, because if you know anything about ads, you have to say, Hey, I am a financial advisor and I want more clients for my firm. Right. So I want to target people that are interested in maybe personal finance and send my offer over to them. So that will be like what we call an interest on Facebook. And you can actually type in personal finance and Facebook has data on everybody, right? They know all the things about us. So they know people that are going to be highly associated with these different types of interests. Um, And there's just so many that you can actually target. So what I did is I put together 101 plus targeting interests that you can use. And um, doesn't matter what niche you fall into, there's interest for like fashion, beauty, religious things, um, children's interests, baby's interests, financial, personal care, like marketing, creative brands, if you're a graphic designer, all of that. So um, that is included in the bundle. And it's basically plug and play. Just look up your niche and be like, okay, I'm going to target these three audiences and put it in there. So (laughs) that's a part of the bundle um, just for you guys. So that's awesome. And we appreciate that. I mean, when people listen to these things and they get all these brilliant ideas, it's hard to know where to start or how to jump in. And so for you to have created something that gives them that leg up is awesome. So I'm going to repeat that slowly so people can get it. The website okay. launch 
profitgrow.com mm-hmm. forward slash free, F-R-E-E. You can't get yeah. better than that. Free is probably one of those prices that we really don't mind paying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome. We appreciate it. And that way, when folks look out for you, um, they'll they'll um, be able to find you. LaunchProfitGrow.com. How long have, have you been in this specific business? So I have been in this business probably five years now, um, going into six years. Um, and it's basically been the, one of those things that just have like, I sort of stumbled into it, I would say, because I started out with an e-commerce brand. That's what I thought like I wanted to do. I wanted to like design these beautiful handbags. So I was like, hey, I love handbags. Everybody else should love handbags. And let me tell you, I launched it. I spent all my money. I spent my life savings, okay? Uh-oh. <laughs> Creating this e-commerce brand. And I designed the most beautiful bags and all that. But guess what? Only my friends bought, only my family bought. Oh. So after I ran through my friends and family buying my product, I was like, okay, I have no idea how to market <laughs> to get strangers. Like right. how do you get strangers to buy? Right. Because as you know, you can't grow your business just off of your friends and your family. That's a whole You'll different business model, right? <laughs> you have to know how to actually turn strangers into buyers. So that's when I basically stopped doing that e-com business. And I was like, I got to go head first into learning how to market. How do I actually get a stranger on the internet? to see me, find me, find my thing, know that they need my thing and buy it. Like, how do I do that? Um, And that's when I just started studying online marketing. I got into paid ads because it was just a lot faster. And I was like, why are people doing this Mm -hmm. the manual way? Right. Because the big thing that I see a lot of times is like, everyone tells you just post three times a day on social media, post three times a day on Instagram, post five times a day on TikTok make sure you're on LinkedIn, post over there too. post on fa- your Facebook page, like post, 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 post. And I was just like, okay, but that's a lot of posting. That's a lot of posting <laughs> every it single is. day. Or honestly, it's even a lot of money because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to get some higher social media manager. That still costs money. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there has to be a better and faster way than just posting every single day or going live every single day. That's exhausting. Right. Um, so yeah, that's where I was like, I can create one ad. I can take my social media post, put that into the ads manager, launch it out and have that ad selling for me day in and day out while I'm sleeping, while I'm hanging out with my baby, while I'm chilling at the pool, like whatever. Um, Nice. So, and then people are still like booking phone calls with me if that's what I want. People are going to my checkout pages if that's what I want. And people are just seeing my stuff over and over again, because that's like the power of leverage um, and automation. So nice. Yeah. Nice. So here's my crazy question. I didn't tell you I was going to ask this one, but this is a crazy one. <laughs> so you started out selling beautiful handbags, the most exquisite handbags known to man. What's that? What's that? What's that handbag that all the ladies want? That's like $10,000. Hermes. Oh, okay. Hermes. Another one. Birkin. So your yeah. bags are better than Birkin. And then you finally Pretty learn much. how to market, right? Right. You, you, you're blowing Birkins out the water and you start to, <laughs> to market. Why didn't you just use your marketing expertise for your handbag? What made you pivot? Great question. The first one was I ran out of money. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I told you I had used my life savings at that point. It was like literally $30,000. 
I didn't really know what I was doing. I was blowing it. I was blowing it. I was buying samples, getting stuff from Italy, getting materials, doing all this, doing, doing all the things, thinking that this is how um, you need to sell. So I was like, I still needed to make money. I wasn't, I had left my nine to five basically. And I went all in. That's how, that's the type of person I am. I'm like, I'm going to just jump all in into this thing. I, like I don't know that. how uh-huh. it's going to work, but I'm going to figure it out as I go. So I left my nine to five, which was paying me six figures. And I jumped right in doing this online thing because I was like, if I can make six figures at my job, I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I can figure this thing out. And then I basically like crashed because it was like a different, I wasn't used to it. It was different. And I, I'm really shy person and reserved. And I was like, I don't want to be like, on social media, you know, and like doing all the things that you see people doing, dancing and getting viral. <laughs> I was like, that's not my personality at all. Right. Um, but I was like, how do I make money? So I basically had to figure out marketing in order to make money. So the only thing that I could do at that point was um, basically sell my time, sell my expertise. Like, hey, I've learned marketing. Let me go to a business owner and say, can you hire me and I'll do your marketing for you. So then I started getting hired as a marketer to uh, with other businesses. And then I don't, I just kind of fell in love with that. And I didn't really go back into like the handbag thing at that point, but I am now back into e-commerce. That is something okay. that I am doing um, on the side, but I really just fell in love and I just, I really just got deep again. Like I'm kind of tunnel vision. Like I got deep on like just, getting better and better at, you know, marketing and helping. Yeah. And my craft and like just helping other entrepreneurs to like have success as well. That was just really fulfilling. And I felt like it was just a little bit more fulfilling than selling a handbag. Like I just didn't, I don't know. It just was like, yeah, you could buy this thing. It's cool and everything, but I can actually help you like someone that's struggling, someone that was making $3,000 a month. And she was like, I can't afford to like survive off of this. And she's the breadwinner in her family. So we took what she was doing. She was actually selling like literally food, like um, cookie dough products. And Hmm. we blew up her business in three months and she started selling $30,000 worth. So she was making $3,000 could hardly like how, like who could pay bills off $3,000. Right. Um, And we blew that up. So like that to me is like, was way more fulfilling and transformational than just being like, okay, here's a bag, you know? Um, So that's basically why I didn't like immediately jump back into e-com. So very cool. Very cool. I like that story. Thanks for sharing. Uh, It's funny because sometimes we start a business and it doesn't work out exactly like we want it to. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of get distraught and we just give up and you know there's that nine to five making that easy six i call it the easy six because once you get good at what you do in in the corporate world right you start making that money it's like oftentimes it's easy i started i mean i this was over 20 years ago i was a programmer it was an easy six i come in sit in front of my computer do what i do which is it becomes so easy for you you walk Mm -hmm. home with six figures so it's easy to go back but you didn't do that you pivoted you found something else that you love and now you're you sound like you found more fulfillment because you're actually helping others. And that's awesome. Actually, mm-hmm. that takes us to this part of the uh, podcast where we want to learn from you as an expert, right? So the question I want to ask you is as, as an expert, as a marketing expert, do you think it's important to have an ad budget even when you start out? And if so, why? That is a really great question. Um, 
I think there is definitely an importance of having an ad budget. What I find a lot of times, especially with the demographic of people that I tend to attract, which is people that look like me, um, is that we are scared of putting money into their, your business when it comes to paid ads, which is weird, right? Because you're putting money into buying a website, you're putting money into getting the logo done, you're putting money into other branding things, the, the, the flyers and all those things. But because it's like a tangible item, you um, tend to be like, okay, I'm just transferring my money and I'm going to get the thing in my hand. However, when it comes to running paid ads, sometimes it's not tangible, right? It's intangible a little bit, but it's what it's doing in the background that a lot of times the connection is like not really made. And a lot of times people have spent money on paid ads, like Facebook ads and lost money. They didn't make a sale. So they're like, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, that's me. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of us, even me, because even when I was doing the handbags, right, I, I threw some money at it. I'm like, sure, let me just boost some posts and see if I if I become rich the next day. Right. It didn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> it did not work um, because you need an actual ad strategy. It's not just about turning some ads on. You need an actual ad strategy, um, which is what I teach my, my Evergreens ad method. It actually teaches you on how to actually make sure that your ads, you are operating with a strategy that's going to be able to sell to a cold audience and get your product back. Can, can I pause you for a second? I know you mm -hmm. see my eyes. I'm writing as I, as you talk, like, <laughs> because that's how I learn. I actually sit here and take notes. And so people who are watching is like, why does he keep looking down? That's why. You just said something I didn't hear from you before. Did you say you have a method, Evergain's ad method? I do. <laughs> what? Okay. So you're telling me as a business owner, it's important to have some sort of an ad budget, but really it's more important to have like an ad strategy or just as important. So don't just throw money into paid ads, but you actually have a strategy that can help people. Pardon the interruption. I know you're into this interview. We get right back to it, but I wanted to share this with you. I've written a new ebook entitled Seven Financial Strategies for Small Business Owners. I wrote this because I use these strategies to help my business owners increase cash flow, improve profit, and accelerate wealth. So I wanted to share this with you as well. This ebook is available for you free of charge on my website, so you can download it for yourself. The website, nlbusinessadvisors.com forward slash ebook takes you right to this ebook for yourself. Please feel free to download it and enjoy it. Now back to our interview. Absolutely. So this is what I teach now in uh, my coaching program is basically following my method, which is called Evergains ads, right? So Evergain ad method is basically showing you how to set your ads up with a strategy in mind that's particular to your business because your business mark, right? You're selling services, your um, basically your funnel, your customer journey. So the journey of taking a customer from don't know about you, don't know that you exist, don't know that they need you to knowing you, knowing that they need you in your product and paying, right? Your customer journey, your funnel is going to look different than someone selling a handbag, right? Mm -hmm. that like those funnels are different. So what the Ever, Evergains ad method does is it actually helps you to craft your own kind of custom journey for you and how your ads should look. So your ads is going to speak to somebody completely different 
than how someone in e-commerce's ads is going to speak, right? Also, like the structure of your ads are going to look a little bit different. You might spend your time nurturing, teaching, like something like even this, like a podcast, like speaking to your audience about, you know, some pain points that they have around your service. That can be like your first ad. And then your second ad and your third ad moves them closer to the sale. And like, maybe you probably take phone calls, you know, like probably do consultations before you sign up a new customer, right? You don't just be like, go to the checkout page and buy now. You need buy to now. figure out what their, <laughs> what their needs are. So um, your ad um, strategy will look a little different than someone who's like selling, hey, here's this product. Here's how, here's how it can help you. Now go to the checkout page right away. Like that journey is a lot shorter. Yours might be a little longer. Um, So yes, it's definitely important to have an ads budget, but it's probably equally as important to make sure that you're following a strategy that is set up for your specific business and your specific goals. Um, So yeah, that kind of, I hope that answers the question. That does, that does. So I want to, I want to get my education piece just right. I'm a new business owner. I'm just starting out and I make the most amazing belts. Okay. I don't do bags. I do belts. Right. But I've never been in business before. What is the, what is the one of the most important things I need to learn before I jump in with all my money? What would you say that would be? So the number one important thing is knowing your customer. So basically you can call this customer avatar or customer profile, whatever the case is, you need to know your customer. You need to know what what their desires are, what their challenges are surrounding your product um, and like why they need your product, right? So obviously you're not going to sell your customer something that they don't need. That's not ethical. Um, but the more you have insight into your customers, um, everything about them, like their life, their challenges, their desires, basically, then you're going to be able to be, um, serve them in a better way with your belts, because you don't like there's two, there could be so many different profiles of your customer that needs your product, but you have to know what that is basically. So that that's like, I can go super deep on that, but that's just like high level. The first thing that you need to know is your customer. Um, because a big mistake that I see, whether it comes to running ads or just marketing your business in general, whether you're not paying for ads is you're trying to take your product and sell it to everybody. You're trying to give, mm-hmm. take your one thing and say, everybody needs it, which is true. Everybody might need financial services or a belt. Yeah. A belt in this case. Right. But not everybody, you can't speak to everybody in your marketing. You have to speak to somebody. So whether you're speaking to the dad who is on a weight loss journey that um, is going down in sizes often and he needs a lot more notches on his belt versus maybe uh, another maybe male who is really into fitness and he needs, you know, I don't know, a belt that is stretchy or something like that, right? Those, <laughs> are, th- those could be two different kind of profiles. So you definitely have to know your audience really well. I like customer. it. Awesome. Awesome. So we are talking about now you're starting your business. You're out before you even get started, learn a little bit about who you're going to market to. You know what you're going to market. You know what you're selling, whether it's belts or financial service, but but know who you want to target. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the truth of the matter is, and I tell people this all the time when I'm teaching financial stuff, 
You can do all the things in the world when it comes to your business. Get the logo, build the website, do 40 different things, right? Learn this, learn that. But if you don't make a sale, you are not in business. The business does not officially start until you make a sale. Right. Dollars. Everything else, everything else is just going out the door. So before you make, you know, you got to know who you want to sell to. That'd be really smart. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't just you can try to be all things to everyone, but it might slow down the sales pr- process. So I like what you're telling me. I need to make sure that if I'm starting out or even if I've been in business for a while, try to get as um, I would say knowledgeable about your target as possible. It's going to mm-hmm. help you. Whether you're new or you've been in business for a while, if you find you're struggling, get that mm-hmm. that that strategy. So that's really cool. And you actually help people do that. Is yeah. that right? Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm going to pivot. Um, the title of this podcast is Stories of Success. You talked a little bit about it, but I would like you to give us your definition of success. Yes. So I did touch on it a little bit. So before... I thought about how I would want my life to look like and what that would feel like and everything like that. So basically for me, what I think of when I think of success now is not having this big corporate job and being this big, important person or whatever the case is. Um, It's being able to spend, like have time freedom and financial freedom. So basically freedom and how I define it is time freedom to do the things that I enjoy to do, do the things that I want to do on my, um, like when I choose to do it, which is like spend time with friends, family, um, my husband and my child, um, and financial freedom, being able to obviously be able to afford things and not have to, um, be stuck. Like it works hand in hand with the time, not have to be stuck somewhere, maybe in an office for like, you know, nine to five, nine to six plus traffic, two hours each way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so being able to create financial revenue and profit for myself so that I can be able to have the time freedom and do the things that I want. Right. So that's my definition of success. I love it. I love it. More and more people that I speak to are honing in that honing in on that word freedom. So do you consider yourself to be successful in your business thus far? I do. I do. Um, I'm always saying like little prayers of gratitude, even like this morning, I was just like, I was dropping my baby off at uh, daycare and he wasn't feeling good. And then I I just turned around and I'm like, you know what, we're going to go home today and just hang out together. Right. So I was like, thank you, Lord, that I'm able to do something like that. Right. I don't have to continue to drive to work or something. A lot of times someone else is driving into work so they must drop the baby off doesn't matter if he's feeling good or not you know it's like sorry I gotta go to work I have you know I have to report in and even if you are in that place there's still if you if you desire to be out of that place like if you desire to be out of your nine to five it's very much possible it's very very much possible Mm -hmm. but for me I am just grateful that I am not like tied to somebody else's time I, I I own my time I can decide okay me and you are going to go to the aquarium today and just have fun. And maybe dad wants to come, you know? Um, and so I own my time in that regard. And yeah, I, I think I'm pretty successful. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So here's my question that people want to key in on. What are some things that you've done to become successful? 
Um, somebody called me a pit bull one time. I think it was a pit bull. So weird, okay. right? Okay. So you know how like they bite on something. I don't have any dogs. <laughs> you okay. know how they okay. bite on something and they get the locked jaw and they just don't let it go. Mm-hmm. He was just like, you stick on something and you don't let go. Like you just are on it. And I think that that always kind of rang in the back of my mind because I was I was laughing. I'm like, that's such a weird thing to say to me, you know, but <laughs> I I have this like relentlessness of not giving up when I'm trying to do something. Um, I was telling you before, like I can I just go all in on something and I don't give right. up, um, especially because I know my why. So you probably have talked about that. And people probably have heard like, why? What is this reason? Why are you doing these things that you're doing? For me, I believe that God called me to do what I'm doing, to be a servant of others, first and foremost. And this is how I serve. I serve with my talents and my talents in this regard is marketing, being able to help people get clarity around what they're offering, what they're selling, how to sell more, how to get time freedom, how to work less, right? So my why is always like, I'm doing what God called me to do. So I'm not going to stop until he tells me to stop. And also, um, I know that I want that time freedom. And I know that this is the means to get it and the way to get it. So I'm, I feel like that's what allowed me to help me to become you know, successful. Of course, there's other levels I'm trying to get to, but mm-hmm. so far with the level of time freedom and financial freedom that I have now, I pretty much can just say that I've kept my why in mind and I just haven't given up, just keep every single day, just even when the bad days are there, right? Nothing is perfect and always happy and rosy. There's things that don't work out a lot of times, right? So, but you just, every day, just get back up and keep going. Um, So that's, I think what I've been doing. Nice, nice. So you said that you're a pit bull. Okay, I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm with say that. I'm a pit bull, but <laughs> okay. No, I'm with that. I like bull. that. I like that concept, right? But so I want to, I want to dig in on that for a second, right? So pit bull, that's a personality trait. What do you think that personality trait is, and how do you think that other people, or do you think that other people need that personality trait? Well, you got to tell me what it is in order to be successful in business. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that it's pretty much like being like relentless at that at that goal that you want to hit, right? Um, and it's also, I mean, it's a couple of things, right? Because you can keep, you can work so hard. I'm not telling you like work hard, be relentless, go hard, go ahead, like hustle and grind and do all the things. Like I definitely have done that, but you could be going in the complete wrong direction, working so mm. hard and hustling, grinding. And like, then you look up and you're like, I've been doing this for three years and still nothing. Well, it's because you're you're using maybe the wrong strategy. Maybe you're doing the wrong thing. Maybe you're not supposed to be doing that thing. Right. You know, um, so it definitely matters to have somebody um, like look up and like just take stock of like what you're actually doing. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I ask myself that every couple months, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And like, I talk a lot with my husband, thank God he, he really understands entrepreneurship a lot. And I I run things by him. Like, this is what I'm doing right now. Like, what do you think about it? Do you think this is the right thing I should be doing or should I pivot and things like that? So having 
somebody, friends or mentors to be able to like help you, like show you, you know, help guide you along the path. Those things matter as well. So that way, when you are like in the trenches and going hard at that thing, your mm -hmm. business, you know, that it's not like, you know, I don't think anything is a complete waste of time. I think everything is a learning moment, even though like right. you feel like, oh, it wasn't even, even my handbags, right? I lost a lot of money, but it wasn't all a loss. It was a lot of learning. Even when I look back now, I was knowing all the things I know. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Kiki, what did I do? What was I doing? <laughs> what was Got I it. doing, you know? Um, so yeah, there, there was a bunch of different, I guess, um, personality traits, but for others, I definitely think, um, never giving up on something that you're doing, especially if you know that you're supposed to be doing that thing, you're called to do that thing. Um, and yeah, and don't, and also maybe I should add this in too, with the world we live in right now and social media and all that stuff, people think they start a business and then three weeks, four weeks later, they're hitting like a hundred K like that. Mm -hmm. Just having wrong expect expectations of success. It doesn't success is success is not like a linear path like this, right? Like, you know, agreed. It is up and down. It is a roller coaster. You have good days, bad days, good months, bad months. Um, but it's, it's just a matter of like, are you going to get back up? Are you going to try again the next day? Um, even when you know you're down and out. So um, just got to keep going, <laughs> basically. Okay. All right. So what's the single most important quality you'd say? The single most to be successful. That's a hard one, I know. It's hard. Yeah, it is. Because it's not all, it's not just one thing. It's like, there's so many different things that contribute to what someone somebody deems successful so for me and my definition of success which is time and, and financial freedom um i would say knowing my why is mm -hmm. is the number one thing okay yeah knowing my why i like it cool cool so let me ask you this question i'm going to pivot a little bit because you talked about like coaches and mentors how have they contributed to your successful journey a great deal a great deal you always you don't want to be navigating in the dark ever you want to always have somebody that you're modeling, even if it's a book, okay? You want to have a book of uh, somebody that is basically has done what you want to do. So I've found over the years, people who are doing the thing that I want to do or have completely, you know, done the thing I want to do successfully. And I look at what they're doing and I either pay them to help me do it faster or if I can't afford, like maybe they have like a high ticket coaching program, whatever, if, if they've written a book, I'll buy that book and I'll use that book, you know, $10, $20 to teach me on how to actually achieve that thing, or at least start getting a little bit of that momentum. Um, and yes, I have invested over five figures, definitely five figures um, into different coaches over the years, different programs and courses and things like that. Um, and even some clients that I've like consulted for, um, I use those CEOs as like my mentors because they were nice. doing the thing that I wanted to do on like a very big scale. Um, so it's very, very important because otherwise you're just kind of alone in the dark trying to navigate and it's like, you're not going to get too, too far. So right. having, um, even accountability partner. I started that at the beginning of this year, 2023 accountability partner, because if you're just 
you know, you're, you're working from home and you're working on your business every single day, again, you can get too caught into the weeds. It's nice to have somebody um, that you are accountable to. So we meet once a week and it's a, it's a very simple, quick meeting. It's like 30 minutes. It's like, Hey, what are your top three things you're working on this week? Well, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And okay, well, are, are there any stumbling blocks for what you did last week? Like, why didn't you get this um, finished? Okay. I didn't get this finished because I had this issue. Okay. So add it to this week and I'll see you next week and I'll, I'll check on your nice. progress then. Right. Nice. So I believe that in order to become successful in the thing, you definitely need um, coaching, like from like mentors, either like an actual person or like a book, or even like, you know, you need coaching and mentorship. You also need accountability um, as well. And then of course you, you obviously need to actually put in the actual time and effort, but being accountable to nobody is terrible, right? That's mm -hmm. why a lot of times you can do so well in your nine to five because you know you have to be on time. You can't be late. You have to. You have deliverables that you have at your nine to five. When you're your own business owner, you have to have all those discipline skills on your own. Like nobody's asking me, hey, Kiki, did you finish writing that ad copy? Like nobody's going to ask me that. <laughs> so um, it could be hard. It could be hard. And it's absolutely. Um, <laughs> so having the accountability, mentorship and coaching all of those really matter. Um, and yes, I spend a lot of time and money and all of that. And, but, and just a side note, my accountability partner is free. Like we just are two entrepreneurs who decided to just help each other out in that way. Nice. So it doesn't have to cost money um, as well. So nice. Very cool. I like that. And you're right. I mean, many times, and I say it, the entrepreneur walks alone. Um, and, but if you're going to be successful, if you want to, I'm going to say accelerate your success. You need to start to surround yourself with certain people, certain mm -hmm. coaches, certain mentors, certain accountability partners. You can find your way in the dark. Like you said, navigate the dark. You can find your way to the door. It just will take a whole lot longer than yep. someone who's in front of you holding a flashlight. So take advantage of what's available to you. If you want to accelerate growth, I have one final question. If you don't mind. No problem. What advice would you give to a brand new business owner? To a brand new business owner. Um, well, if they know what they want to sell already, then my advice is going to be similar to what I said before. Go out and learn your customer. Go speak to them. Don't be scared to speak to the customer. Um, go find out what their desires are, what their challenges are. Um, what are their goals? Like, why haven't they accomplished their goals? Find out as much as you can about them. Find out what they do in their hobbies and their pastimes. Like, find out all these things because they all matter when it comes to you serving them with your product or your service. Um, and then even for that brand new business owner who doesn't even know what they want to offer yet, they just know that they want to go into business. Um, do things for free, like volunteer your time, like uh, go and meet other business owners, maybe in Facebook groups or things like that. And like, just ask them questions. Like, what do you do? What do you do? Okay. That's interesting. Or maybe, maybe you, like, there's so many different kinds of businesses. So like so many different types of businesses, online mm -hmm. businesses, offline businesses. Um, but go and figure that will help you figure out what you think is interesting. Cause there's just so many different things that you can offer nowadays. Um, but again, 
do spend time speaking to other people doing things that interest you and you'll figure out something that interests you as well. Um, and then start getting, getting deep into it. And then the step number two is go and talk to the customer that you want to serve right after that. Um, that is a step that I, I notice a lot of entrepreneurs miss even new ones and even existing ones, because even if you've mm -hmm. been in business for 10 years and you're like, Oh, I know my customer that's like the back of my hand, you still want to refresh, right? Because things can change in their lives. Um, and I find that that happens a lot sometimes with people running paid ads. They've been spending money on ads and, and over time, the return is getting less and less and less. Why? Mm. Because they probably start losing touch with their audience. Their audience is changing a little bit. Their tastes are changing a little bit. You have to keep up with that, with that change. Right. Um, so the only way you will know that is by talking to the customer. <laughs> so talking to the customer is a very, very um, important piece. And like you said, if you're not talking to the customer, you're not going to make that many sales. And if you're not making sales and you're not in business, it's just yeah. that simple. <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough sled to pull when you're not bringing in the revenue. So awesome. Awesome. Well, Miss Kiki, Thank you so much. I was going to call you Pitbull Kiki, but I won't call you Pitbull. Uh, but I do appreciate you giving us some time and, and giving us some valuable lessons, especially when it comes to marketing. It's critical in business. And I, I um, hope that folks learn the value of using uh, marketing as an investment rather than simply an expense. So thanks so much for giving us your time. And we look Thank forward you. to your continued journey to success. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS, and please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at businesssospodcast.com. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.